0: Uh, hey, Siri, Uh, hit record. Okay, leave me alone then, Siri. Oh. <laughs> it's happening. Siri, shut the fuck up. God damn it. Siri. Siri, God let's do a alone, podcast Siri. now. Do you guys actually like talk to your series or like your whatever devices? Like I hate using the things. Like I'll talk to uh, G Ogle every once in a while, but not. I don't know.
1: No. Siri I think I have hey, Siri turned off on my phone.
0: Okay. Let's start this thing. <clears throat> Mac Football Pod. Caleb, Justin. Uh it's been four months since we it's since oh, Jesus Christ. Oh man, there I go again using the Lord's name in vain. We gotta we gotta start over. One, two, three, four. MacFootballPod. Mac Pod. Caleb Justin, it's been four months since we last recorded. How are you guys doing?
2: I'll do a great, man! Four months better, four months smarter, four months hotter. Is that so?
0: Just like the earth. Ayo, <laughs> Caleb. Uh, how is football season going? Are for you a you? Canadian forest, Caleb? Because
1: you are smoking. Wow! Wow! And Fair making ball. it hard for me to so breathe. Is, uh...
2: <laughs> so is um, so is uh, so is Chicago and New York and every major city. Evidently, um, we had that stuff, and oh my god, that sucked. I felt sick for days.
1: Yeah, it's pretty gross out here.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the way it looked. Like the the worst days, I didn't have to work, so I just like stayed inside. Um, but to uh, like like you said, Justin, you know the worst part about this kind of summer is that uh, not going outside is uh safer than going outside and you want to go outside during the summer you don't want to be like oh can i breathe this air outside no well good thing i didn't want to go in a pool or anything yeah who wants to do that in the summer caleb what's your summer been like outside of um taking i don't know how many how many steps did you say you did today you said like you normally try to shoot for like five digits worth of steps and uh, today you hit a good record too, right? <laughs>
2: um, yeah, today, the least amount of steps I've taken in a day, um, probably in like a year. <laughs> like 105 steps, according to the help app on my phone. Um, <laughs> because it was raining today, I had like late breakfast, and I'm like, oh, what instead of doing anything, I nap. Um, so I nap for four hours. I mean, very, very bomb, cucumber, veggie. Chickpea tzatziki salad. Very, very, very good.
0: It is um, better than healthy, like, eating pizza. I'll, but I'll give it's you nothing that uh,
2: otherwise productive. So.
0: Yeah, I'll give you the yeah. credit for eating healthy.
2: Maybe I need to order an 11 o'clock. a little Caesars. <laughs> I appreciate
0: that. Uh, football season, uh, allegedly under 60 days away. Depending on what calendar you look at, I don't really know. Uh, We're just going to say under 60 days away. Uh, But July 4th was just like the other day. So we're kind of in this weird space of like, we're relaxing. But now it's kind of time to like, oh, crap. We got to find out what happened in the transfer portal. Oh, crap. We got to figure out what the two deeps look like. Oh, crap. Uh, We got to figure out why we don't believe in Toledo again. Caleb, you got to get excited for that. Uh, Guys, where are you all at mentally in terms of? Looking forward to to Maxion now that we've had four months off of this podcast, and now we gotta, you know, look forward to football being played again in two months from now. My head is at
1: the part of the summer where I start figuring out which Big Ten team is going to lose to a MAC team, mm-hmm. and then try to figure out what the funniest one would be. I haven't settled on an answer yet, um, but I'll get back to you on it.
2: Well you gotta look at the schedule and then just take that really hard, like what's reasonable to expect and then just what would be fun what would just be funny, right? I understand. Um and then we convince ourselves one of then some of those things could happen and then we even some of the ones that like, Okay, that's not gonna happen like eh, they give us a surprise every few years. It's it,
1: The funniest one actually is probably NIU beating Nebraska again.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. I, I would, I'm not a believer in NIU beating Nebraska in the first place. Like Matt Rule hire aside, which like I don't know how you guys feel about it. I, you know, I'll, I'll jump on the bandwagon and think it's pretty good. Um, even if it were like a Scott Frost era team, I, I would not believe in it.
1: No, and that's what makes it fun as an upset. Uh the other funny one would be um I would enjoy it a lot personally, but Western Michigan beating Iowa. Um, mostly because Western Michigan's gonna try its hand at the air raid this year. And I think it would be really funny to watch an air raid team win a game like nine to six.
0: Or like twenty five to twenty-four, something like that.
1: <laughs> something like can they win? a low scoring game against Iowa while throwing the ball while running, you know, 90 plays
2: as bad as um, as bad as Iowa's offense was. You can think about like the last couple of years, they're still going to, even if I think about like Western Michigan, they're still going to run the ball well against them. And uh, the defense and special teams is going to set them up with like a couple touchdowns. So like, you, I could see like Iowa beating Western like, to and scoring on a kickoff like a punt return and a blocked field goal and only having like 190 yards of offense.
0: Well, call me the hater because I would not like be surprised if Western lost like 30 to nothing.
1: Oh, see, I was going to say the same thing because I think like this is where Brian Ferentz is going to meet his contractual obligations for points per game based on this game. Mm -hmm. He's going to pad all the stats.
2: (laughs)
0: Guys, I, uh, on this very topic, built a game just for us, just for us to play. Uh, everybody else can listen, but just just you two can play along with me. Um, it's uh, Whose Non-Conference Schedule Is It Anyways? I'm going to give you three games on a Mac Team X in their future non-conference schedule in their slate, whether this be this year, two years from now, many years from now. And then you tell me whose non-conference slate that is. So I'll give you the opponents, and you tell me the MAC team that has these games on the schedule. Uh, We're going to do... Let's do seven of them? How does that sound? Yeah, we'll we'll just go until we get bored of it. How about that? Uh, Caleb, pick a number 1 through 12. I have them randomized on my end. Eight, eight, okay. Twenty twenty three. This team is at Notre Dame. Twenty twenty four. This is home against San Diego State. Maybe it's a Pac twelve game. Who knows? And then twenty twenty six at Miami, Florida. Are, are we all buzzing in, or is this for Caleb? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll either of you. It doesn't really matter. Um. Is it Ohio State, Notre Dame. It's not Ohio. Caleb?
2: I thought it was NIU because they do have Notre Dame and San Diego State lined up, but I didn't know about Miami.
0: It is Central Michigan. They're at Notre Dame this year. Okay. Uh, I'll give you the rest of uh, Central Michigan's 2023 slate. Uh, at Michigan State, home to New Hampshire, at Notre Dame, then at South Alabama, which I think, um, what's-his-face is still at? Carter Bradley? Old friend alert. Come in. Uh, Justin, pick a number one through 12, but you can't say eight. Six. Six, okay. All right. This team is home to, and this is going to give it away, home to Iowa State this year at Syracuse in 2024, and then 2025, home to West Virginia. Home to Iowa State and home to West Virginia in 23 and 25, respectively. Who is it?
2: Is it Toledo?
0: No. No. Good guess, though, because they did host uh, Miami, Florida pretty recently. Is this one Ohio? This one's Ohio.
2: Yeah. Okay, wow. I'm bad at this. Okay. What, just, why did I not know that? Because I, I played at Iowa State last year. Big fella. Uh
0: Caleb, 1-12. to 12, You can't say 6 or 8. 2. This team, okay, now this is... This is where we get the Big 10 upset. Uh this team is at Indiana this year. Home against Kentucky in 2024 and at Trent Dilfer's UAB in
2: 2025.
0: Ball State. It's not Ball State. It is not.
1: What were the what were the games again?
0: Uh 23 at Indiana, 24 Home against Kentucky, 25 at UAB. Is it Akron? You are right. Akron. Yes. Akron is hosting Kentucky yeah. next year in the season opener. How about that? I did not realize that. Ooh, just
1: when they get real good, too. It's going
0: spicy. Uh, Akron's 23 games. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give you uh, Ohio's either. But Akron in 23 uh, this year, they're at Temple, home to Morgan State at Kentucky, at Indiana. So uh, another one of those crappy situations where, you know, non-conference slate, the only home game you're going to see if you're an Akron fan is an FCS school. That sucks. Uh, Hopefully you don't need overtime to win it. Ohio this year uh, at San Diego State, home to LIU, greatest colors in FCS play at Florida Atlantic, uh, which is where Daniel Richardson's at, and then home to Iowa State, like we already said. Uh, I'm going to give you a random one. Sorry, I'm just going to do it. Uh, number nine. We're going to go to number nine. In 2023, this team is at Wisconsin. In 24, it's home against UMass, UMass and at Wis. I'm sorry. In 2024, it's home against UMass and on the road against UConn. And then 25, it's the other way around. At UMass, home against UConn.
1: Uh, the only team in the Mac that's scheduling all those teams is Buffalo.
0: You would be correct.
2: Big fella. Oh, say, say the
0: <laughs> nope, Buffalo. He was right. Mm, jumping around, jumping around, jumping around. Caleb, uh, throw out a number that we haven't heard yet. Ooh, bonus points if you say seven.
2: 11. Damn it. <laughs>
0: All right. Ooh, good luck on this one. All right. Number 11. Uh this year at Jacksonville State uh coming up into the FBS ranks. Uh 27 home against San Diego State, so maybe a Pac-12 game. And then 2031. 2031. 2031 at Middle Tennessee State. Max and baby.
2: Miami Ohio.
0: It is not Miami, Justin. Uh, Eastern. It is Eastern. Oh my gosh, big fella! Tomorrow's roll. You are rolling in it, man. Uh, yeah, Eastern playing. That's Rich Rod's Jacksonville State too, by the way.
1: That's right. <laughs> Newly minted FBS Rich Rod.
0: It is uh. Weird. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, it's cool, but it's a little weird. Um, EMU twenty th- this year. Uh, home to Howard at Minnesota. That's maybe the Big Ten upset you're looking for. Uh, home to UMass at Jacksonville State. Yeah, it was funny to see uh, like, pretty recently that Eastern hooked up the the home-and-home with Middle Tennessee like nine years from now, eight years from now. You got to, man. If You never know when they're going to be available. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it really sucks and also maybe that's just the workings of like conference expansion later who knows we can only hope that's so that's true alright I think we have room for one more and then this is going to get stale um, 3, 4 or 5 Justin 5 alright number 5 last team that we're doing This team this year in 2023 is at Illinois. 2025, Maxion home against Western Kentucky. 2028, home against Appalachian State. Home against Illinois
2: this year?
0: Yep. Home versus Illinois. I'm sorry, at Illinois. Sorry. Oh,
2: okay. All, all right.
0: right. If I misspoke, 23 at Illinois, 25 versus Western Kentucky, 28 versus App State. I think I'm.
1: I'm just gonna let Caleb guess because I think I've got this one. I, I like just looked at all the Big Ten games this year, so
0: it's like.
2: Oh well, done. EMU. We just did that. Some
0: reason I thought it gave me a funny. It's Toledo, right? It is Toledo. Toledo is at Illinois Week One this year. It's a banger of a freaking game, man.
1: That might be the if you're if you're a betting person, like if you have to pick one of those games to go to the Matt column, that would be a pretty fun one too. It wouldn't be funny because I don't think there's any shame in losing to Toledo more or less,
0: but like, but it definitely has like. Twenty three seventeen written all over it. Yeah, like more than the Western, like than like the Western Michigan Iowa game that we were just talking about.
1: Was it last year that Toledo went like down to the wire with Kentucky, or was that two years ago? Or was it three years ago?
0: Well, it wouldn't be three. I'm losing was my mind. Was it four years ago? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, remember last year, four years ago. That's basically how I feel that every day. By the way, well. with
0: with. COVID. I'm always like, remember last year? Yeah, last year they were, they played Ohio State, so no. (laughs) It was, literally, it was 2019. Oh my god, (laughs) really? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, I'm way off. Oh, well, thank you for playing this game with me. Uh, Caleb, you said that you have a game that you wanted to play.
2: I do. Um, Mac Media Day is coming up. How many of us are going to that? Maybe me. Alex. As per usual. Maybe Alex is going to that. Yeah. Right. It's uh, going to be at the
0: Fox Theater this year. That's Last sweet. time we were both there. That is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Last time we were both there... Was interesting at least. Got to hang out with Alex. Go to his place. Pet his cat. His wife.
1: You, you Listen, pet Dad his right? wife. And asked
2: all the Mac media people their thoughts about things. I pet his wife. Pet, pet <laughs> his I
1: pet wife. his cat. His wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't see please, me shaking please. my head at you. um But.
2: <laughs> With Mac May- <laughs> quick change the subject uh, uh, with Mac media day coming up I thought I would we could ask some somewhat but not so serious questions of some of the Mac coaches uh, I have four questions from Mac coaches and then after and I would kind of just like to hear a little bit of feedback on that and it could be serious or it could be funny I think it's more likely to be a little bit a little, little, little bit more silly and then um, and then I would like to hear one question from each of you as well, that is really on your mind, or at least like you'd really love to hear an answer about. So it doesn't even have to be, oh, Chuck Martin, what's going to do with this? It could just be, hey, what's your, I would really like to know what Scott Loeffler's favorite place to eat is in Bowling Green. Um, So just while we're doing this, I'd like you guys to come up with one fun question to ask a Mac coach. Um, But starting first and foremost, and again, I, I would just like to hear, your guys kind of like general thoughts after these questions, um, and since I already mentioned them, let's, let's let's kind of let's start with Chuck Martin. You guys get to start with Chuck Martin. Oh
0: man, Chuck Martin! Yeah, let's start with him.
2: Okay, so Chuck, Coach Chuck Coach Martin, can I call you that? Uh, no, Coach. What will this Redhawks team do this? What will this team do this season? To show that Miami football is not just going through the motions.
0: What do you mean by like is, "it's just going through the motions"? It's six offensive. and six going through the motions. That's offensive. <laughs> do you know how we have to play Cincinnati every year, Caleb? You know how fucking hard that is. You deal with the transfer portal at our esteemed university. <laughs>
1: yeah, really. As far <laughs> as I can see, we, if you throw out all the bad games and the hard ones. We're
0: pretty
2: good. We uh, we don't...
0: How about how about you go through the motions of making me a trophy for this rivalry against your school? Yeah, this
1: just proves you don't know ball, because you know, honestly, you know, I appreciate the question, but like, you know, you would know that going through the motions on offense is a five, is a five yard penalty. So next question.
2: Appreciate the actual way that Chuck Martin would probably respond to that question. <laughs> so it's a better it's a better response from both of you than I probably can hope for. Um Listen, if so, their communications uh, team hears this, up, right? I, we, we, we just I need them to know am, that we have their back.
0: Oh boy. I love this talking over each other stuff. And I'm 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 <laughs> the most guilty one of it. I'm so sorry. All right, Caleb, you move forward.
2: Moving on, I'm afraid of Coach Martin. Uh, Coach Coach Kenny Burns, welcome to uh, Penn State. Uh, and, uh, a lot of fanfare about the program, um, but don't let me ramble on too much. Uh, what are some day one offensive concepts that you brought to this team that show that you know you're a product of coaches that you've worked under, whether it be P.J. Fleck, Craig Boll, um, or just any of the numerous stops you've made? What are some of those day one concepts that are going to make Kent State Successful
0: in the offense, end. oh, the three step drop. None of this veer and shoot stuff, none of this like quick thinking, none of this like you know, flip of a coin. Maybe we're making the right read here, maybe not. Doesn't really matter. I need to get the ball out of my hands in one second. Nope, we're gonna have 90s style football. We're gonna, <laughs> no, I've got they better not, honestly, they better not implement the drop back. I don't want to see that anymore. Uh, God, I don't, I don't know what are they gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do. I got nothing. They lost so many players, man. It just sucks. I think they're just gonna like. I think their day one thing. I think their day one thing that they have to implement is just like, like handshakes, like handshakes, like hey, I I know you, you know me. We have this handshake that we always share because they just don't have guys that like stuck around after sean lewis left for colorado so many guys important players around the roster just left all over you know left for everywhere even at the p5 level so any form of you know positive familiarity amongst teammates is probably like the best day one thing to do figure out the handshakes
1: They got to get freshmen on the field. Um, thinking back to you know, he coached under PJ Fleck. The uh, that 2013 WMU team is pretty forgettable, but uh, a lot of the players you remember from the 2016 team were recruited to that team. So his job, Henny Bird's job, is to get the future on the field now uh, as much as he can. They're going to lose a lot of games. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can see that coming. Okay, Um, moving on to the next question. Uh, I'd like to incorporate uh, something that you said, Coach uh, Jason Justin-Candle, and that would be Coach Jason Justin-Candle, would Toledo be a better place if Ohio State fans were expelled or just, you know, a much better place?
1: You seem to have answered your question there, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna pick sides, but you know, if you're if you're a tax paying American in the greater Toledo area, you're a rocket. I don't care if you paid for your kids to go to Ohio
0: State. Fuck them kids. Yeah, I got nothing to add. Yeah, yeah, fuck them kids.
1: Do you think Jason Candle uh, has opinions on the uh, results of the Toledo War? <laughs> I think would his job just be so much easier if, if everyone was Michigan fans instead. I don't know.
0: That I don't disagree with. I don't. I don't think he has <laughs> opinions too much, but <laughs> if if knowing that the alternative is that everyone could just be Michigan fans and he doesn't have to worry about the Ohio state crowd like that, then yeah, that'd be make things a yeah. lot easier for him.
1: <laughs> it would be, it would be, he has like long drawn out thoughts about how, how to, how Michigan could annex the Toledo strip and just like solve so many problems.
2: I spent some time, some, uh, some great time at a, uh a Model UN conference this year with a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> and I had some really great ideas about um, where we should draw the line and what are the diplomatic solutions um, to annexing Toledo to Michigan and getting rid of the, those Buckeyes scum, right? Uh, and then finally, this is uh, my final question. This is for all the Mac football coaches in the room. Um, oh, do, we all answer, do we all Who would answer you it say once? is the... Um you, you know just, just whoever feels it's appropriate to answer this question um Jesus. what do you guys think of uh Jeremy guy
1: <laughs> I think they would all be like next question gracious host wonderful guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> He gave me my packet once I think a good question at Mac Media Day
1: for the media Good question for the Mac media would be to hold up a picture of Rocky Lombardi. Be like, do you all know who this is? And can you confirm whether he's currently playing football in the Mac? Because I'm seeing all these preseason lists come out in the media and they're like, yeah. And I use like the 11th, like the Mac media will that they'll know better, but like, the national types are like yeah, NIU looks yeah, to have yeah, like yeah. another rough year. I was like, Do you guys know <laughs> that Rocky Lombardi exists? <laughs> Do you understand why they were so bad last year? <laughs> and, it, you know, what and it pisses me off the of your most. The question is
2: no. They don't know that. They
1: don't. They don't. And what pisses me off about it the most is not because I'm like I don't want to stick up for NIU. I don't give a shit. I'm just so sick of them playing into the underdog narrative. Stop making it so goddamn easy. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to have at (laughs) worst QB3 in the MAC this year if he's fully healthy. At times, like, remember, it took Ohio a little bit to get rolling last year. Like, before Lombardi went down, he was QB1, and he's coming back. (laughs) And everyone's like, ah, no, they're going to be trash. It make it make no sense to me. They're
2: gonna have a new defensive look which will be interesting.
1: They can't get much worse on that side of the
2: ball. I don't know if I ex- expect them to be like a lot better defensively. Right. They changed the defensive coordinator. Derek Jackson had been there for the entire time Hammock's been there. And so honestly a good question for, for NIU would just be like how like what do you actually like what actual concrete steps are being taken to ensure that the defense is not the sore thought racist, like the the bad thumb or whatever phrase you want to use just because no NIU fan is used to the defense being it has been consistently for the last few years. And they still won a championship even when defense is the bottom half of the conference.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty big identity shift for them. Just like largely. And yeah, you're right. They still won. Still got a back title out of the deal, so.
2: So, do you guys, I mean, we kind of we kind of broached into a couple other questions. Do you guys have any fun question you would ask uh, a coach if just if you were trying to get if you knew you were gonna get an answer and it was more fun than serious, do you have a question that you would want to ask coach?
1: Well, Alex, you're actually attending the event. Uh
0: I, I yeah, so I probably don't want to spoil anything. I, I wanna ask for like traveling advice. Like these guys all travel. Like they all have they, they know what to do. They know, they have like way funner off seasons than me. I, I want to know I want to know some traveling advice. Hey, where should I go? What should I pack? What shouldn't I pack? What should I buy? What do I need to see out there in the world? And I don't want to talk any football. I just want to like talk about traveling for a little bit. And then I'll just like throw in like, yeah, I went to Greece once, and then just
2: That's that. That's actually a really
0: good point. That's a good
1: question. Another one would be: there's a lot of talk about coaching burnout I like right that. now,
2: yeah,
1: and like um you could ask i guess i would ask something like you, you're probably just doing football all the time but like when you don't do football
0: what is it you're doing lifting weights actually no they're not lifting weights some of these guys right
1: i would love to ask that question and then hear like, like
2: some of them are you know fishing fishing
1: <laughs> yeah I would love to ask that question and have Scott laugh be like, I'm never not thinking about football. I'd be like, well, that's kind of embarrassing.
2: <laughs> how do you how do you think we got the six and six last right year? I can't afford not to think about football.
0: I still can't get over like the fact that Bowling Green did do as well as it did and its fans are very upset about the whole situation. And they're like, well, great. Well,
1: that is a compliment. It's the highest compliment I can pay any Bowling Green fan is that they're not stupid. <laughs> they understand what they watched last year.
0: Yeah, but, like, like, the extension was clearly inevitable because, like, you know, you know, the team overachieved and they went to a bowl game and all that stuff, right? But, like, it's, it's not like... Even And we're saying, like, they finished tied for second in the East standings, too. Like, that's pretty good. Uh, but obviously it wasn't good enough. And it's just the vibes just aren't there of, like, we, who actually believes that tied for second in the East is not the team's ceiling under Loeffler?
1: uh like outside the locker room i don't think anybody you're saying like that people reasonably believe that to be the ceiling
0: yeah i'm asking you like do you, do you think that's their ceiling cuz i do like i don't yeah hell yeah i do um like we joke about like like you know chuck martin just going through the motions but like i don't know i think that they they have a structure like more structural advantages to get into Detroit quicker than Bowling Green can. And, like, that shouldn't make sense to me, but it does for whatever reason. Like, I just don't... I think I'm just a Lawler hater. I think that's it. Well,
1: Miami is reliably, like... <laughs> you never know have a good defensive unit.
2: Miami is reliable. They're not going to be terrible anymore. Like, they're, they've passed that point. They were terrible for what four years and it, like Mark was probably this close to losing a job before like they actually got their shifty gear and like they are as consistent as anybody in the top honestly maybe like Barn Toledo but um, I it does I mean it does to me feel like they're going through the motions if they aren't with, like this this is a whole other thing that we can get into I can get into a preseason stuff but when they they commit to a type of run game that doesn't you know breed success and uh, they're super dependent on like really good players in individual offensive spots. Uh, it does feel like going emotions, and that is the, the question was partially joking, partially with that type of stuff in mind. So, but Justin's right; they are just as well built to get to Detroit as anybody in the East is, and except, you know, Ohio seems to be in a really good place all of a sudden, which is you know great for me.
1: Bowling Green is 85th ranked this year in terms of total returning production. Um, Like, they're... They're just not, like, in the immediate future, they're not in a situation where you're thinking, like, because they finished second last year, that, like, this is going to be kind of linear progress. Like, it's pretty clear that, like, that was the four year plan and BG like had its shot. And now the question you have to ask yourself is like, they're probably not going to be as good this year. How long before that window reopens again? Mm-hmm. And I think Alex, you and I are aligned to that. Like it probably never, man. <laughs> like your best shot was if Ohio got the higher wrong after Solich. And it seems like they didn't.
0: Yeah, no, they, they nailed that apparently. Yeah. Like that exceeded our expectations even after year one of that that change and that in Ohio and yeah you know I I gotta say I was way wrong I don't know if I said on this podcast but maybe I did like I thought Ohio would be structurally one of the the Mac schools to not do so well you know because there's just so many like the inroads to Ohio just aren't so great the national you know prestige of this Mac program is just not there, but maybe I'm wrong in like the world of recruiting, who's to say? Um, I don't know. I thought Ohio would be one of the teams that's kind of second field to Bowling Green at this point in the future. And that obviously obviously we're wrong. But that might just be because we're living in this moment of, hey Bowling Green has Loffler as a coach and Ohio is just struck gold, you know, hiring in house after the the era had to finish the way it did, you know? circumstantially, Ohio's doing well as it should, but Bowling Green, it's located in a spot and, you know, the potential is there, but not with its current head coaching position, I don't think.
2: Yeah, some of those things are like, I don't
1: necessarily know that, like, like they, they went to a bowl game. Scott Loeffler's not like a trash coach or anything like that no it's but like if, like
0: if Scott Loeffler and Joe Moorhead switch spots how much better would we be talking about Bowling Green because like I'm looking at you know some of the moves that Akron's made over the past couple of years and like even though that last year was pretty freaking disastrous um, I still like the inspired moves that it's making on the roster and he, he just you know Moorhead just has that kind of street cred too and
1: the yeah, exactly. Like the track record is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, like I took like I orchestrated the twenty sixteen Penn State offense versus I was the OC at Boston College.
0: I was Tim Tebow's very, quarterback coach the senior year of college. Very
1: different things. So like I coached. And like Tim this not- is similar to like oh, wait, Jim Jim Tim, no. as
0: well. Shit.
1: So like, I don't know, it just it just doesn't feel like like yeah, they had they had their good chance. They got to I mean they played the final week of the season with a chance to go to um four field, but they got lit up by Ohio's backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like it just and I don't think there was anybody, not us three, or anybody that any of us talked to that thought that game was gonna go any other way. <laughs> I think I specifically asked you, Caleb, if you're nervous and you were like, no. <laughs> Like,
2: no, I mean, just they, despite the fact that these teams were separated by like not even a game, really, or like what was it, one game and BG could have tied it and the tiebreaker or whatever. Like, there was no doubt that Ohio was so much structurally put together, and going to the back of quarterback didn't change that unless he just had a massively terrible game, and that just shows. Even though like, they're fighting for that spot, how much better position Iowa is in, and that's going to carry over. Like, it's no one's going to be Iowa anybody's gonna be surprised if Buffalo and Miami and uh, maybe somebody else like Akron, maybe probably not Akron this year, but one of the several other teams leap Bowling Green. They're, you know, uncertain at the quarterback spot again, and they lose very good to the guys off that defensive. Uh, Defensive group that you said what like eighty fifth in, in the country in terms of uh, returning offensive production. So yeah, there's really no reason to think that Bowling Green can sustain that unless uh, Lawford's just doing a better job than we think. And then even then, they're still uh, at best probably what like five hundred or one game over five hundred in the East. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're better than I don't think they're better than five hundred this year in the East. I don't think that's no. that. Kind of,
1: one thing I will say for him, though, is that if he—I wouldn't say that he necessarily struck gold on the transfer portal quarterback last time around—but like, he did pretty well with Matt McDonald. Like, I think if if they're able to do that again, there's something to be said for being able to navigate the portal at that position. And you could maybe talk, like, if they get to five and seven, or God forbid, six and six again this year, like, I guess you could talk yourself into okay. Like, can they stop the bleeding? Because I've always thought, particularly at the Mac level, is like the ability to stop the bleeding and like keep the bottom from falling out is like really, really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, and the transfer portal gives you a really—it's double-edged sword. It makes it so the bottom can fall out very, very quickly. I can state. Um or you can rebuild very f- quickly as well. And like, maybe they do that. I don't know. But I think that, I think, is where their success will lie. Because, I th- I don't know, I mean, and Alex, you know more about recruiting than I do, but like I feel like if there was a lot of momentum on the recruiting trail, it would have showed up by now. And so I just think that the path forward for them is to strike gold in the transfer portal. Uh,
2: Are you guys... Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go. Yeah. Are you guys planning on going to any particular games already this year?
0: Uh, I mean... Like,
2: I figure Alex will, but...
0: Yeah. I've got my Eastern grind, so.
1: I'm going to get a couple Western games in. For sure. I don't know which ones yet. Because they're all on Tuesday. I think they're at Eastern again, right, Alex? Uh yes yeah so I'll go to that game is it weird that I'm like a little excited that Western's gonna be just like like the, like they're gonna be bad like there's just really no way around it it's kind of like freeing in a way it is
0: like, it, it's a new good.
1: coach like I I don't want the, I don't think the team is as bad as the 2013 team so like if they went one and 11 again I'd be pretty pissed off about it but like and like an uncompetitive, like that team was in the later part of the year.
0: Yeah, but like getting really excited team... over like marginal improvement is so cool and like so nerdy.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of excited about like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what type of air raid disciple um, Billy Kosh is, offensive coordinator at WMU, but like, I feel like it's a thing that's going to look like a train wreck early, but. They're gonna like hang fifty points on someone randomly in November, like d- this Western team could be like an all-time action team if they're if they look anything like those Richmond teams did. Mm-hmm. So like, but like in the early going, like they're gonna go out against Iowa and it's not gonna look good. But it might look good.
2: I think there's. I yeah. mean, later. There is that chance of uh they recruits. I don't know. What what does the recruiting look like right now for Western? Because obviously it's been good under Western, but um, do they have any early returns that they're feeling good about?
0: Oh, is this this an open question? I have no idea.
1: Yeah, it's
2: um, – I think they're like –
1: I think they're middle of the pack, like in the rankings-wise for this year's class, but that was to be expected because like a bunch of dudes transferred out and like a bunch of people decommitted after the coaching change, which is normal. But I mean the entire class was still like three stars. Yeah. So like it's still a quality. Um there's a running back from the Cincinnati area that was have, like you still I,
0: have twelve commits, like... so it's like you know that's that's good that the excitement's still there.
1: Yeah. So like there's still um I don't think it'll be a total train wreck. Mm-hmm. Lance Taylor's reputation was as like an ace recruiter, and he better hold it or else yeah. <laughs> they'll be in trouble. But like <laughs> um it uh no one has like stood out yet but you know once we get to fall camp i'm sure we'll start getting the propaganda coming um what i'm most interested in they have the um the transfer quarterback from odu i think um and i don't know too much about him other than like he's played quarterback at the fbs level decently well which is an upgrade <laughs> presently so it's a lot of unknowns out there which is why I'm planning on having an awesome time this fall, watching them lose a bunch of games, because it'll just be fun to figure out who's there.
2: Big fella. Oh, that's not what I to hit. And boom goes the dynamite.